0: Sending money around the globe is just a few clicks away. With international businesses of my own, I need an easy way for me to take care of business from Aruba. For these transactions, I trust TransferWise to take care of me every single time. While there may be a ton of other ways to get your money from A to B, those transfers might cost you a lot more than they should. And it's the old way. With TransferWise, you can trust that they never mark up the exchange rate, they use clever new technology, making them always able to give great rates and low fees. The founders of TransferWise, Tavit and Christo, did not set out to start a company. They were just regular people like you and me, frustrated by their banks, bad exchange rates and high fees from international transfers. So they wondered, is there a way to bypass the banks altogether? That's how they built TransferWise. That was a whole seven years ago, and today 2 million people and counting are using TransferWise. There are people sending money home, businesses that are paying their suppliers, freelancers getting paid, the list goes on. The more customers they have, the more their already low fees can drop even further. So put some money in your pocket for the more important things in life, because no one ever said it's important that my bank gets some extra cash. Test it out for free at transferwise.com slash podcast or download the app. Once again, that's transferwise.com slash podcast. Transferwise, the wise way to send money. Hi, and welcome to another episode of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. I am about to introduce the kind of most... uh, creative and wildest, strangest, maybe most amazing episode ever recorded in the history of this podcast. As you might know, I am right now in the middle of our yoga teacher training here. I have 52 girls from 15 countries present at Island Yoga in Aruba with me right now. It's a 23-day training and today is officially day 21. So we have spent three whole weeks together um, practicing yoga, teaching, learning, growing, evolving, shedding layers of ourselves, figuring out past wounds and hurts and pains, and what do I need to fulfill and make my way toward a place of wholeness so that I can teach from a place of absolute total integrity and authenticity. And it's, it's, it's very intense and overwhelming, the type of work that we do here. So for this week's show, um, it started off as a, what we're going to do today, kind of started off as a, as a joke. <laughs> uh, one of the girls in the training said, oh, what's the podcast going to be this week? And I said, oh, you know what? I have no clue. Uh, I was going to talk about books and kind of the books that we're running through here in the training, because a lot of people are asking what books we have as required reading and what are my favorite books within yoga and spirituality to share and, and kind of talk about that. But I said, I haven't done it yet. And I'm kind of like, it's the last day I got to record today. So uh, we'll, we'll see what it turns out to. Be and then one of the participants said, um, "You should have all of us record the podcast with you. Like we should all get together, and we all just record it about this experience and what it's been like, and like how all the transformation that's happened here over the past three weeks." And then we all laughed. And then uh, so this was last night <laughs> or yesterday, and I went back home and I went to the team, kind of talking to them and said, "Well, you know, is this a is it a crazy idea?" to record this week's podcast with 52 different women sharing a little piece of themselves. And what was just kind of like a joke that someone said uh, has now morphed into what I think (laughs) might just be an absolutely amazing idea. So (laughs) from the heart, this week's episode is um, brought to you by our June 2018 Yoga Teacher Training Group Um, and me. (laughs) So something that we've been working on over the past couple of days or actually the past couple of weeks that we've been touching on because I, I was thinking, okay if we're gonna invite each of these women to share a little piece of themselves in this podcast uh, I don't want it to be just kind of celebrating where we are now and talking about how amazing everything is and have it just be like a like one long testimonial for this training because that's not really the type of thing that I that I that I do. So I was thinking how could I really allow for each person's heart to shine? Um, convey a little bit of of growth or a bit of of, of an epiphany or a realization or some sort of heart-opening moment that has happened in this training and still have it be a really positive, loving, beautiful note. And one of the things that we've been touching on recently, that actually one of the girls who taught her graduation class this morning touched on this, Andy, she said, um, allowing your breath when you're practicing, allowing your breath to grow louder than the voice of your inner critic. And the inner critic is something that we've been talking about a lot. Everybody has, has an inner critic, no matter how confident or how fulfilled or how happy you are in your life. We all have that little voice in the back of our heads that judge us, um, usually on a daily basis. And that voice can say, maybe, you know, it shows up in different ways in different times in our lives. Uh, but it's that voice that tells us that we can't. It's that voice that tells us, that we're not good enough. It's that voice that tells us that, you know, there's no way in hell you're going to pull this off or that we're not beautiful enough or intelligent enough or fulfilled enough or uh, it's that, that judgmental voice in the back of our head. So we've labeled it, we name it, we call it the inner critic because we all have that moment of catching ourselves in that very negative, negative conversation. And sometimes in life, or for some of us, I feel like some people are more kind of you know, living from a place of that inner critic more than others. Some people have an inner critic in the back of of their heads that completely runs the show. And that voice can be so loud, so overpowering, that we start to forget that there's another voice that's also present there. Um, and, And it shows up in different ways. And I find in my own life, when I'm going through something hard or when I'm stressed or feeling pressure, that inner critical voice gets really, really loud. So to me, it's always my trigger for this inner critic. It's usually pressure or stress of some sort. And it shows up in different ways. Since I had the baby, my inner critic has been very focused around what a terrible mother I am. (laughs) And I can laugh at it now because I'm also, you know, speaking from a place of where I in this moment feel like, oh, that's not true. What a silly thing to tell myself. But in fact, there are moments and I can have a few of these moments every single day where something happens. Um, Like I had a moment like that yesterday where I was kind of feeling a little bit pulled between different directions. We're really busy at the studio. We're kind of wrapping up this teacher training. We have so much to get through. And Dennis was here with a baby and then Dennis went to do some work. I don't really know exactly how it happened, but sort of the baby was just kind of left alone at the studio. And then, uh, not alone, but I mean, we have a whole team here, but... I was kind of, you know, in charge of her while holding space for the group of 52, which is a really hard thing for me to do because I want to be 100% present with her all the time. I I, I really don't like the feeling of being pulled in different directions. So, um, you know, being with her, but having to have my attention elsewhere, like when I'm teaching a class, for instance. Um, so I had that moment of feeling this kind of stress building up of like, where the hell is Dennis? Why isn't he like picking Lea Luna up? Like they should go home and sleep. And then she got cranky and then she started crying a little bit. And then I had to like, oh my God, I had to interrupt the class for a second and step outside. It's the first time that she really, you know, started crying in the middle of a session. And I just started feeling this pressure building inside of me of, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I just want to be home with her right now. It just hit me like, oh, I just want to be the one to take her home. And the past, you know, 21 days have been a shuffle of me handing her off to Dennis like five times a day I'm saying bye to her and every time I say goodbye she cries and she cries I mean she wails it's 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 been a mm. it's been hard for me it's always always hard to separate from her in any way And now I'm still, you know, we still live together. I see her every morning for several hours. I see her every day for lunch. I see her for a second in the afternoon. But it's a lot of moving back and forth. And every time I say goodbye, I have that moment of feeling like a terrible mom. Completely terrible. And and that voice can be really kind of soft. Like, oh my God, you're such a terrible mom. You should just take care of your child already. Why aren't you more present with her? Uh, And then there's another voice that sort of comes in immediately. Like, hey, like... I'm doing my very best. I'm a super present mom. I'm with her 24-7 normally. Now I'm immersed in this training, which is part of my dream. It's a dream that I've been building for years. It's what fulfills me in life. It's my passion. I'm creating amazing things here with this group. I actually don't want to be anywhere else. And actually, she has a dad too, and she's not suffering. You know, So I can catch that voice and then right away counter with another voice, which is what we call here uh, the voice of my inner best friend. So it's the voice that, uh, say, you know, your best friend would tell you things that your inner critics sometimes tell you. Like if my best friend, Olivia, if she would, if she would come to me and say, you know what? I'm such a terrible mom. I had to work today and I, I, I just, you know, I had to say goodbye to her twice and she was crying and I'm just a horrible mom. I can't do anything right. I'm terrible at everything. I'm ruining her life. She's having a shitty childhood. I'm just the worst human being. Oh my God. I just suck right now. So what would I tell her if she told me that? You know, I would say, like, this is ridiculous. Are you crazy? You're an amazing mom. You're so attentive, so loving, so caring. You give her everything. You pour your heart into this child every moment of every day. You love her so much. You're an amazing mom. And of course you have to work. Of course you should go to work. Jesus Christ, what kind of family, what kind of, you know situation is there where we don't have to work you have to work to provide for her like the fact that you're working now is is what allows her to live this life where she's taken care of you're an amazing mom so the same way i would articulate uh, or talk to a best friend we turn that around and i find the inner voice of my inner best friend and that's how that's how we counter that inner critic we have to allow the voice of the inner best friend to take up some space um, and to also become loud and the thing is, (laughs) if we lead with this voice of the inner critic, and the inner critic, you know, for me right now, it's very surrounding, very much surrounding motherhood, because that's where I feel like I'm lacking when I'm working, but I have other days, and it could be you know, maybe I've been scrolling through Instagram accounts and all I see is pictures of super fit or super skinny yoga teachers and everybody's like a size zero. And, and I feel like, you know, I'm not. And then I start looking at myself and I kind of, I look at my belly maybe or my inner thighs or like, you know, and I start telling myself like, oh, you know, I should really work out more. Actually, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of overweight. Yeah, actually I'm, I should be more fit than I am right now. Actually, I'm a yoga teacher. I should be a size zero. I should be super skinny. And then the more I pick myself apart, it just kind of becomes this spiraling thing that I do. And it can begin with just a little trigger of feeling inadequate because I'm comparing myself with someone else. Uh, And it goes from this little thing to being like, oh, my God, I am just like a monster right now. Look at me. I'm like a gazillion thousand pounds (laughs) and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just so unworthy and unlovable because I should just, I just shouldn't be in this body. My body should be different. And that inner critic, I mean, the, the, the body shaming inner critic, uh, can get super loud. Oh my God. And it can be triggered by so many different things. And it's an inner critic or a critical voice that I have to put in check again and again, because if I lead from this place, if I let my inner critic lead the way all the time, life is going to be a huge struggle. Everything I do is going to be challenging. I'm going to, everywhere I look, I'm going to see obstacles. I'm going to find reasons as to why I'm not enough and actually why I'm not worthy of love because it's a story I tell myself and I'm going to look around and I'm going to manifest situations that's going to affirm that belief in that I am not good enough or beautiful enough or thin enough or a good enough mom or whatever the story is. So Learning how to catch that voice in the first piece, recognizing that it's there, that sometimes there is a voice in the back of my head and it's hateful, it's harmful, it's judgmental, it's mean, it's nasty sometimes. Um, And some people have that inner critic that just kind of leads the way all day every day and we become immersed in self-doubt or self-hate that might even lead to self-harm. So how can I catch that voice, recognize it for what it is, right? It's it's a voice and it's just a voice. It's not truth. It's not who I am. It's just a voice. And the more I let that voice lead the way, the more I affirm it. So every time I feed those negative thoughts, tomorrow, the chance of those negative thoughts being what's there, it's just, its it becomes a kind of this negative cycle. The, the negative thoughts feed the negative, the negative feeling, which again, feed the negative thoughts. So whenever i catch that how can i immediately turn it around and introduce my inner best friend again and again and again so that when the inner critic says you're not good enough my inner best friend counters are you kidding i'm fucking great <laughs> how great am i look at all the great things that i do <laughs> in a day in terms of in terms of motherhood i try to come back to that that inner best friend all the time because she speaks so much more truth yes it's true i I kill myself every day providing for my baby. Oh my God. I love her so fucking much. She has such a great life. She's surrounded by so much love. I am a great mom. Just saying that out loud, I feel a little bit ashamed. Like it's not a, you know, we're not taught to speak positively about ourselves with that loud voice. It's almost like it's more accepted to say the negatives. Um, But yeah, I'm a great mom. Are you kidding? I'm a fucking great mom. How is it possible? (laughs) How is it even humanly possible that I'm spending 23 days holding space for massive transformation and a lot of emotion and so much work, 23 days of work with 52 different women while being a mom and while seeing my baby, not just every day, but several times a day. Um, And while still, still, you know, taking care of myself. Like how amazing is this feat? Holy shit. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing great things right now with my life. (laughs) and saying that, you know, just puts a smile on my face, like, yes. And it motivates me to get out there and do better, right? It motivates me to get out there and be really present with my group. And then when I'm with the baby, be really present with my baby and knowing that, hey, in two days, like this training is going to come to a close and I'll be with my baby from morning to evening again. And, you know, nothing lasts forever. So bringing more of that inner best friend forward. So that's what we're going to do today with this podcast. (laughs) Uh, They don't know it yet. Actually, I'm sitting in Terra Shala. It's our smaller Shala here at the studio recording this right now. I'm going to take a photo and share this on Instagram, but I'm surrounded by empty chairs in the circle. I'm going to bring them in. Uh, We're going to do a sharing in the big Shala right now. They're all in there waiting for me. And we're going to do a sharing one-on-one first on the inner critic and on the inner best friend because we've been journaling about this. We've been talking about this. We've been sharing about this before. So what does my inner critic tell me? And what's that number one thing that's kind of high on the list? And usually we have a couple of things that get repeated every day that we start to kind of affirm to ourselves as almost truth. But it's a negative, right? So it brings us to that dark, heavy place. And how does my inner best friend counter that? Really? And how can I really let what my inner best friend tells me just shine and, and, and lead the way? So each of our 52 uh, of our 52 girls is going to get to sit here and, of course, if they want. And <laughs> by our prior prior conversations, I'm pretty sure they're going to be uh, really excited. But to just genuinely in a vulnerable place share, my inner critic tells me, hmm, and my inner best friend says. So that you'll get to experience what this is like for people from all parts of the world, different backgrounds, different ages, different you know, completely different life stories and knowing that we all feel the same things. Oh my God, we have so much in common. We have so much in common and what we and what we think separates us and our fears and that self-judgment and how, I mean, just imagine what could happen if we all start leading the way with that kindness and with that inner voice of support and self-love. So I've never done anything like this before. Ever, <laughs> I have no idea how this is gonna how this is gonna pan out, um, but I'm I'm taking a little leap of faith right now, and um, let's go. Continuing to tap into the breath, and then anchoring back into the the sharing that we just had. So, I'm noticing the whatever came up in terms of your inner critic and that inner critical voice. And also touching on the inner best friend. So staying this connected to the breath, just anchoring with the breath all the way into the belly will open the eyes. Anya, what does your inner critic say? <laughs> um
1: my inner critic um always tells me that I am not um good enough just as I am that there's always something that can be that should be better changed before I can fully fully uh, love myself and really accept all of me and that inner critic is horrible sometimes and I would be so sad if I heard someone that I love talk to themselves the way my inner critic talks to me. So I really try to connect with knowing that I am strong and that I am smart and that there is such strength in being vulnerable and finding connection in that. Connection to others feeling the same way.
0: So the voice of your inner best friend says you're strong.
1: Yes. What else?
0: What else does she say?
1: That it's silly (laughs) to be so critical of myself because I would never talk to anyone else like that. And I never think about anyone else in the way that I sometimes speak to myself. that I am good enough. I'm beautiful and strong and worthy of loving myself.
0: You are. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, Harley. <laughs> Hi. What does your inner critic tell you?
2: Um, I didn't think I would get emotional talking about this. I didn't earlier. Um, my inner critic tells me that I am not good enough to be happy um, and that I'm not good enough to be successful and do what makes me happy, that I'm not good enough to feel loved by other people um, or have the community that I desire around me. I think that I don't Consciously notice that my thoughts tell me these things. It's more of a subconscious tiptoeing around the big topic. Um, I think it just all comes back to feeling not worthy of love um, stemming from myself, but just learning to love myself and know that I deserve that from other
0: people though. Are there certain moments when that critical voice gets louder than others?
2: Um, I think when I start to think of the things that I can do and the things that I know I'm capable of, then my inner critic is just like, oh, stop, you sound stupid. Like, you can't do those things. You're not um, smart enough or pretty enough or this or that enough. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And if you speak to yourself with that voice of the inner best friend, what does your inner best friend say?
2: That I fucking rock. (laughs) (laughs) That I'm so awesome and I'm so talented and I love myself so much and I deserve everything that I could ever want. Like I deserve that 100%.
0: Yeah.
2: 100%. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hmm.
0: What does your inner critic tell you?
3: Um, I think my inner critic tells me that I'm not good enough to make decisions on my own with have, without having like the support from other people around me. I think my inner critic tells me um, I think I'm too afraid to just disappoint the other people around me instead of. Um, really thinking about what I want for myself. I think that's my main thing is that I want to be supported and happy with everyone else, but I don't always take time and um, connection um, with myself and what I want before. I think I think I think about what everyone else wants for me before I really think about what I want for myself, but I know that I'm so capable of reaching what I want and going after everything that I know I can have,
0: um, yeah. And when that voice is really loud, is it is it hard to reach for those dreams and to?
3: I think in the moment, it's really hard for me to reach for those and like take time to like know that I can do it and then like take action into following. But I know in time and surrounding myself, people that are so supportive and so um, encouraging then I think it's really easy to bounce back and know that I am so capable of following everything that I want to do. And I'm so lucky to have such amazing people and family and friends in my life to be there. So
0: So if you only speak to yourself from that inner best friend, that super loving, unconditional voice, what does it say?
3: Um, I think it says I'm so full of love and I'm so ready to receive that within myself and to just go out and do everything that I know I want to do and everything that I've dreamt of and that I have inside me and to just grab it and go with it so thank you thank you mm-hmm.
0: Hi Nikki
4: hi hi what does your inner critic say? I think my net critic says that, like, all the other people, they can do stuff. They can become a doctor, they can be a photographer, they can travel around the world and uh, they can do stuff. And I just, I can only do the little stuff. Like, I can travel a little bit, but I can't live out of that. I can, I could never be a doctor. I can go study that much and just learn all that stuff because I'm not smart enough. Like, I'm not pretty enough, definitely not skinny enough, and uh, I can do the little things, but not capable of um, the big things. Yeah. How does yeah. that make you feel? Small,
5: hmm. really
4: small and uh, sad, not worthy. Really small. Mm. And if you anchor into that,
0: the other voice that can also, you know, we know it's there. Sometimes it's in the back. I saw it when you were teaching yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was teaching from this loving voice, this inner best friend.
4: What does it, what does it say? That I can do that. I can. I totally can do that. It's not always the others. Um, it's like standing up for myself. I am capable of doing that. I can, I can teach, um, learn new languages, travel, and just have fun and be bigger than I think I actually can be. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Thank
0: you for sharing your heart. Thank you. you. Hi, Kaiwa. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> what does your inner critic say?
2: Um,
6: sorry. <laughs> mm. um, I often hear from my inner critic that I'm not worthy of love and the space that I take up sometimes in the world. But I'm not good enough, not smart enough, not funny enough. Um, Yeah, so I shrink back a lot. So
7: I'm not seen. Yeah.
0: And you also have that other voice, that
7: Mm.
0: the opposite (laughs) voice. Is it also there? Mm. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) And if you can find it Mm. now... What do you tell yourself?
6: Um, I tell myself that the things I give my, that give me such a hard time, those qualities of me that I think um, you know make me shy away, are actually probably my strengths, mm-hmm. and that um, I deserve love. And, um, Can you say I, that again?
5: Sorry, okay. I deserve
6: love. Can you say it again? <laughs> I deserve really deep love to
8: receive it and to give it
7: Mm. Mm.
9: can we all
0: say that (laughs) just take a moment I deserve love
2: I deserve deserve love love. (laughs) Mm,
0: you do we do it's comforting at least it is for me in this moment I don't know if it is for you that that we all feel the same I mean it looks a little bit different, but it's all also the same. And when we switch to the other voice, there's a little spark. It's like a it's like, oh my God, I, I can, I can be worthy of love, I can do all these things and accomplish and be the person I really deserve to be. Yes, is it possible? <laughs> but if the inner critic is there in the front, it's like then it's really hard to get there. Hmm. Thank you for sharing your hearts. Thank Thank you, thank you, you, thank you. Thank you. I love you so much. (laughs) I love you. (laughs)
4: Hi,
9: Daphne. Hello. Oh, um, The inner critic, I think I've gotten pretty good at shutting it off the last couple of years, but maybe like, why me? Why you and so what lost? Hmm. In so many years. Like, when will it end? Waiting for the other shoe to drop, always. Living that, I don't know what the word is, you know, single mom life. Being the mom and the dad, but also having so much support from my family. Like, when can I just get everything off my shoulders and not struggle and just live? Even just live for those that are not here anymore. But on the opposite, I have every reason for everything shitty to happen. But we live such a good life, my son and I and my family. And there's so much love. And I feel sometimes like I have to give double the love for the mom and the dad and it comes so easily. And so many hugs and so many kisses and so many I I love you's and it's just so natural. And you know, maybe that happened for a reason because I'm okay doing both and I was put here for that. And even if, you know, he won't get a brother or a sister, you know, that's fine, we have cousins and uncles and aunts and everything. But it's safe and it's a cozy home um, and and just thinking like everything really kind of does happen for a reason and it's shaped me to who I am And
0: so if you speak to yourself from that, that inner best friend that really loving voice what does it say?
9: you're doing it you know you're here, you're doing it and you do it with love And it's so beautiful. And I'm here, you know, like, who knew three years ago that whatever it was I went through brought me here? And three years from now, where will I be? Mm. And it's just going along for the ride. Mm.
0: You're doing it. I am. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your hearts. Thank you. Catherine, hi. (laughs) Hello. So what does your inner critic say?
10: My inner critic has a lot to say. It's very loud. Um, Sometimes it's about appearance. Sometimes it's about worthiness, like deserving of the good things I have. Um, Like when like, I guess, fear of, of loss of those good parts of my life, and, and a lot about what kind of value I can bring to the world and how my story or my voice, like, no one's going to want to hear that. But on the flip side, um, there are moments where I feel brave and supported and encouraged and where I remember that. Like I am held by a greater power and that there is purpose and that I have something worth saying and worth being heard.
0: So which side is it that that kind of steers the ship for you? Is it the critic or or the best friend who's louder?
10: I don't know. Depends on the day.
0: Do you know something that kind of triggers that critical voice?
10: Vulnerability.
0: Hmm. So not feeling safe or feeling open? or Maybe. Hmm. And if you speak to yourself from that truly loving place right now, what does that voice say?
10: You are brave. And you have infinite potential.
0: Thank you. Thanks. You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. It's nice to have support in every aspect of your life, even when it comes to the bras you choose to wear. But with 3rd Love, you can have so much more than just support. With super style, realistic fits, and seamless comfort, this is the bra company I come back to again and again. 3rd Love took thousands of real women's measurements to create the perfect bra. While most old-school bra brands only carry 15 sizes, 3rd Love is the industry leader offering an incredible 70 sizes, with cups from A to H, including exclusive half-cup sizes. They knew it just made sense, 50% of women fall in between standard cup sizes. When it comes to a perfect fit, size and shape are both important. So Third Love helps you identify your breast shape to find styles that fit your body. Take their Fit Finder quiz right now and in just 60 seconds your order can be placed and on its way to your house. It's actually fun and totally beats those awkward fitting room experiences. 3rd Love knows the perfect bra goes way beyond the perfect fit. Expertly designed with ultra soft fabrics, lightweight memory foam cups, straps that won't slip and tagless labels to avoid itching, 3rd Love has solved all those pesky problems women experience when wearing a bra. Try a 3rd Love bra today and you might even forget that you're wearing it. If you don't agree, returns and exchanges are always easy and free. Third Love knows there is a perfect bra out there for everyone. So right now they are offering my listeners fifteen percent off of your first order. Go to thirdlove.com/heart right now to find your perfect-fitting bra and get fifteen percent off of your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com/heart for fifteen percent off today. Hi, yeah, hi. What does your inner critic
11: say? Uh, well it says a lot of things, and um. I don't want to cry right now. So I'm going to take a deep breath. But over... It's all right.
0: Hmm.
11: I never thought that when I came here that age would be a thing. I really, really didn't. I always thought that I was like super young for my age. I'm probably the oldest one in this group. Um, I'm 52, and everybody else here is probably half my age, and at the same age as my my daughters. And uh, it's been really nice. We connected so well, but but at the end of the day, I can totally see how my body's different. That I'm not as flexible. I'm not as strong. And I cannot really change that, I am what I am. And it's been really, really hard, especially especially yesterday when we did our graduation classes, and it went really well, but still, I'm thinking, am I, am I gonna be a yoga teacher? Oh my God, I'm already fooling your child for this. And um, I had a really nice sharing session about that yesterday and I had a little note on my water bottle before teaching yesterday and it says you're not too old, you belong here and it made such a difference, it made such a difference so I've been awake all night thinking about how do I belong here and I'm, I'm so sure that with age it comes, it comes wisdom and experience and I thought a lot how, how can I be of service based on what I can bring with that age and with that experience. And I'm convinced that there are so many other women like me that feel too old and not cool enough and not young enough and not flexible enough. And my approach to this is just really, I just want to feel good in my body. I just want to be strong and healthy. And I want to be able to pick up my grandkids someday. I don't want to be, that's why I'm here. That's my purpose. And if I can be that person for someone else or that role model and be sure that you know women all ages want to come to yoga you know that's my role that's my role and yeah that really yeah that coin really dropped for me this morning so
0: so if you speak to yourself from that inner best friend that super loving supporting unconditionally loving voice what does it say?
11: um you're awesome. And you're wiser and stronger, and you got more experience, and you got a lot of things to say. So, uh, yeah.
0: That just gave me goosebumps.
11: <laughs> me too.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Eva. Thank you. are going to change a lot of lives. I from hope here. so. Mm. I hope so. Mm. Hi, Sam.
8: Hi. Hmm. What does your inner critic say? It's a shame that it has so much to say, actually. Um, The first thing that came to mind was never being enough. That wasn't enough. That wasn't good enough. Do more. Be more. Try harder. Why do not you remember this? Why didn't you do that? And it's this dialogue. Like this argument in my mind constantly. Um, and I'll focus on maybe four or five things that I think I didn't do rather than the infinite things that I did. And this judgment, constant judgment of trying to be something that doesn't even exist and I know it doesn't exist. But inner critic isn't rational. And it's, it's, this, it's, it's this fear of not living up to what I think other people perceive me as. And that she's got it together, when, oh my God, I really don't. I <laughs> really don't. And it's exhausting. I'm tired of my inner critic.
12: Hmm.
8: And is
0: there another, another type of voice there also somewhere? Do you have an inner
8: best friend? I discovered her hmm. about three or four years ago. Maybe more, Maybe maybe about four or five years ago after the end of a relationship and family things going on and and i started to come back to me come home to me to myself to my heart and and she peeps in every now and again and she says hold on a minute tell that critic to take the front door and leave your house because it doesn't belong there and i think about my best friend how I love, you know, best friends, I'm fortunate enough to have them and how how I speak to them, the love I have for them and and those enc- that encouragement I have for them. And if I could just give an ounce of that to myself. And actually yesterday, after grad class, oh, we did so good. And I kept thinking about the two or three things that I should have done. And my best friend came in and she was rooting for me. And she said, stop this argument in your brain. Because you did amazing and you stepped out of your comfort zone. You were terrified. Would you have done this a few years ago? Nope. But here you are with this sisterhood, with you, Lara, Island Yoga, with me, back to me. And I hope to see more of my best friend. She deserves to be there. She does. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Leslie? I feel like I always have to follow Sam up. It was in (laughs) class yesterday. (laughs) It's now. Isn't she great? (laughs) Mm. Hi. Hi. (laughs) What does your inner critic say? Mm. My inner critic has an on and off switch. And I feel like it's been on a lot recently. Um, And I feel like you can absolutely attest to this, Rachel, and um, probably know it on a much deeper level than I do, but I think being a little bit in the public eye um, only turns that switch on full force. And um, I think that having this a little bit of a platform is, has its pros and its cons, I think it's an amazing thing to to be able to spread the love and the joy and the inspiration. But with that comes this deep darkness as well um, because you start listening to all the haters out there and um, start to think that maybe probably, definitely, <laughs> there's somebody else out there who can do something better than you. You know, whether it's writing articles or taking photos or writing, starting a travel blog or being a yoga teacher. And once that confidence starts to wane, that's where the slippery slope is, I think.
0: So, In those moments, what is that voice,
5: what does it say when it gets loud? why are you doing this? There's somebody else out there who can, who's probably already doing it or can do it better than you. So then all these, so then I question a lot. Um, but then I'm I'm really thankful because I've grown up having a lot of confidence at the same time. So therein comes that light switch again, of that on and off switch of the inner critic and the inner best friend. And they, they come out to play and then they retreat back inside so often. And so I I am thankful that I've, I've known that confidence too for a long time. It's just, it depends on the day and it depends on what I'm doing and it depends on the mood. And, um, I also know that confidence is the prettiest thing you can walk into a room with. And so some days I just have to wake up and put the cloak on, zip it up and, and, and you know, say I'm going to walk into this room like I'm the belle of the ball and <laughs> wear that confidence like I own it because um, I think it, it goes so far. And so long ago, I threw judgment out the window, but it's crept back in, you know. It's never gone for, forever. So in
0: the, in those moments of that... You know, when the voice gets really loud or when the confidence wanes, are you able to listen to this other voice, this loving, loving voice? Most of the time. What does it say, if
5: you would speak from it right now? It says, you're a forking badass, keep going. (laughs) Um, And your face when you say that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I learned forking from you. <laughs> um, but I, I'm i so happy to be here on this island for 21 days now because I think my inner best friend has come out to play for 21 straight days with 52 other inner best friends and outer best friends, and so we're having one big party on Aruba, and I don't want to leave. <laughs> I just want to party with the inner and the outer best friends forever. <laughs> Yeah, I
0: I find that if you party with the inner best friend, all the outer best friends just want to tag along, Mm -hmm. but it's the inner one is the one that really matters. Totally. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Mm. Hi, Michelle. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) What does your inner critic say?
13: My inner critic has gotten quieter, which is good, but... It tells me that I don't work hard enough. I should have achieved more by now. I should have helped more people by now. (laughs) I should be a better girlfriend. I should be a better daughter, better sister. And, yeah, it's something that I have probably wrestled with or addressed in the last few years of what my inner work needs to be and that I recognize that it's it's one opinion or voice that's maybe rooted in hard work being rewarded and validated within my family and that I think I need to keep spinning and spinning and doing so much, so much, so much. But I feel like I'm reaching a place where I'm getting more of that balance and that I am hearing the critic, but
0: not listening as much and if you would speak to yourself with this other voice Mm. the inner inner best friend Mm -hmm. what does she say so she says I have a
13: poem Hmm. I didn't write it (laughs) 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 but it's something that I have come back to again and again when I get to that stage where it gets really loud and it is it is not the critic who counts It is not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or how the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again who spends herself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at worst, if she fails, at least fails while daring greatly.
0: So that's what gets me through. (laughs) Thank Thank you. You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. So it says here that my sponsor for the podcast today, Oatly, the original oat milk from Sweden that's now also available in the United States, wants me to forget about doing this ad and just sit back, relax and talk about whatever I want. (laughs) (laughs) they think it might be nice for me and everyone listening if we just skipped the whole listening to a bunch of products benefit thing. Because really, if you're interested in oat milk, which I can assure you is completely delicious and nutritious, you can just go to oatly.com, that's O-A-T-L-Y.com, and check out their vegan, plant-based, sustainably produced oat milks whenever you feel like it. Or maybe even do that right now while I tell you a quick unscripted story about my dog Ringo. Courtesy? of Oatly. (laughs) I finally pulled the trigger and got Ringo neutered. He was so sad the first couple of days he was wearing his cone, but he has since been super busy eating tons of food. I'm not even joking. Ringo has gained a whole kilo since losing his testicles out goes his manhood and in goes all the food and he's eating so much food he would never even touch before tofu broccoli basically anything leiluna throws on the floor maybe i'll give ringo some oatly oat milk next Hmm, i think this might just be his favorite drink too i have no call to action but if you want to find out about oatly and their amazing oat milk and also amazing podcast marketing go to oatly.com hi sarah What does your inner critic say?
14: So my inner critic says I'm not enough in every aspect, I think. I always compare myself to others. It says I'm not strong enough, I'm not confident enough, uh, I'm not beautiful enough, I'm not yogi enough, I'm, yeah. Yeah.
0: Is there also another type of voice there?
14: So my inner critics, I just found a name for it. And I. <laughs> during lunch, I was talking to, to a few of the girls. And um, yeah, so it's Sydney. And I'm trying to push her away. <laughs> <laughs> you named your inner critic Sydney. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's good because then when when she
0: gets loud you can be like sydney shut up
14: yeah (laughs) so my inner best friend now is telling me that um i am strong like i come so far and i've done a lot of things and um i don't have to be perfect i'm just the way i am and that's enough Mm -hmm.
0: yeah thank you ready laura
6: i guess so <laughs> <laughs> um i inner critic and it's interesting because mm-hmm. i've never really thought about it until today when you told us to journal about it and talk to our sharing partner about it um i think it really roots back to i really don't like my personality <laughs> um and it has a few different um reasons um Throughout my life, I've just had a really hard time connecting with other women. Um, I've always been the girl that um, definitely hangs out with more of the guys. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, I've always been kind of jealous of the girls who can just easily click with one o- with one another. Um, yeah, just. I just don't usually find myself really connecting. Um, Here, it's been a lot easier, I think, because we're all um, geared toward the same thing um, and have the same interests. Um, But it's it's really hard for me, and sometimes even here, it's been hard um, seeing people, you know, connect really closely. So, yeah.
0: And how does your inner best friend answer to that?
6: Um, that's also interesting. I've kind of learned that like I'm definitely a floater, I think, with friends and groups. Um, and I also think that that's awesome because when I do connect with people and other women, I feel like I connect very deeply. Um, and I feel very open um, in those connections. So I find power in it, but I also find a lot of weakness in it. Um, and I, I battle it a lot at home, for sure.
0: And if you would speak to yourself right now with that loving voice from the inner best friend, what does she say?
6: You know, fuck it. (laughs) Who cares? Um, At the end of the day, like, who cares, like, if you embarrass yourself or, you know, that one person doesn't like you, (laughs) you know? Um, And I, I do have strength in being a floater and being able to connect with people, um, it might just not be right off the bat. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing. Thank you.
15: Chris. My inner critic says, um, I can't. It says, I can't um, insert anything. Like, I can't finish this yoga teacher training. I can't do this pose. I mean, it can be really minor things, but also really. Um, big things and then the other main thing I think it says is um, I think the other main thing or I know the other main thing that it says is um, I've struggled so much throughout my life with uh, mental illness and it says you're crazy um, you're fucking crazy and something's wrong with you it's like such a deep-seated um, criticism that's in there. Something's wrong with you. Um, but I know that's not actually true in any sense. But when, it, when that specific one tends to come up, it's certainly very loud.
0: And if you would bring forth this other type of voice, the opposite of the critic, what does, what does that voice say?
15: Um, that says, I'm so fucking proud of you
9: hmm.
16: Hmm.
15: Um, and i I get so emotional when I talk about it because um with my birthday two a couple of days ago, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking how um, how shocked, genuinely shocked I was that I made it to 28 because most of my life I thought, like for various reasons I'm not I'm not going to make it to 28 and I don't have a shot or a chance. Um, or I probably would have said 25. Um, so I was reflecting a lot about that since the past couple of days. And the thing that kept coming to mind was I'm, I'm so proud of you.
0: And what do you think life would be if you led with that voice and only that voice?
15: Um, it would be probably something that I couldn't even dream for myself. Like, full of so much, full of so much love and compassion that, that I couldn't even fathom actually exist.
0: Thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Of all of you. Hi, Carmen. Hi. (laughs) What does your inner critic say?
3: Well, when you first asked us to think about this, my first thought was, that my inner critic is taking a vacation right now ask me later because we're teaching our class tomorrow and i didn't even want to think about it but when i think about in general my inner critic wants me to be fearful um she's definitely most comfortable when i'm scared but my inner best friend she's like okay you're here now what is missing from this moment what exists other than this moment?" And kind of brings me back to myself. And her new favorite saying, which was my angel card the first night of this training, is let your personality shine. Hmm.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Hi, Jamesy. Hi. What does your inner critic say? Well,
12: for lack of better words, my inner critic can be a huge bitch sometimes. Um, she loves to creep up on me when I'm feeling down and tell me that I'm socially awkward or I'm I'm not skinny or I'm not good enough in anything that I do. Um, but I can find my inner best friend and she knows that my critic is just afraid. And that's just where it comes from. And she comforts my inner critic and tells me that everything is going to work out. And, you know, it's through yoga that I learned that my best is always good enough. And it always will be, even if my best is just getting out of bed some days. So I'm thankful for my inner best friend for showing me that.
0: Thank you.
17: Katrina? So my inner critic is like a sniper. Uh, it knows exactly where to go. It knows the weak spots. It uh, is always on red alert for difference. Um, something I learned into last year is how my inner critic also knows how to moderate me um, and is fear, induces a lot of fear in terms of shining as well. So how it's not safe to be me or how shining can actually uh, inhibit other people. Uh, so I find that my inner critic can, can shut me down in both ways, um, and it's a huge piece with body confidence um, as well, which I've, I've been working super hard on.
18: Hmm.
0: I don't know if you speak from that loving voice and the inner best friend. My
17: best friend has my back. She has <laughs> yes, your back. What
0: does she say right now?
17: Um, my inner best friend uh, reminds me of all the amazing things that I have already overcome, uh, the strength that I have within, the situations that I've put myself in and looked fear right in the eye um, and come right through it. Uh, my inner best friend um, is all the sunshine uh, and strength and warmth that I naturally have in my personality reflected back at me. Um, And it's just a really lovely reminder to not sit in the darkness on my own and to to come out and share that light and love with myself and other people.
7: Hmm. How
0: beautiful is that? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.
19: Juliana... Um, it, it was very hard for me to articulate how I felt about this entire topic. Um, a lot of times I feel like my inner critic owns my life. Um, that it's very hard for me to like be me and not my inner critic. Um, she, she tells me a lot about my body. She criticized absolutely everything I do. Um, she tells me I'm not only not good enough now, but that I'm never going to be good enough. Um, And I think through yoga, I've learned that my inner best friend is my breath. And every time I take a deep breath, she comes out and reminds me that, that right here, right now, everything's perfect, and I am perfect just as I am, and I don't need anything else, or I don't need to be anyone else.
0: And can you imagine what your life would be if you only only
19: listened to that that inner best friend that voice? I would be so happy all the time. Everything would be e- so much easier. Um yeah, I'm I'm working on that because I know everything would be brighter and better for sure. Thank you. You are listening to From the Heart,
0: Conversations with Yoga Girl. Healthy and quick meals have never been more important to me than right now. When I'm leading an intensive teacher training, all my time goes to the group and there's so little time left to make sure I eat properly. Luckily for me, there's a way to keep the healthy but cut out the time and work. And for that, I turn to Sunbasket. Sunbasket delivers delicious meal prep kits with organic produce and clean, sustainable ingredients right to your door so you can completely skip the grocery store madness. All the ingredients are pre measured, and the step by step instructions provided make complicated food prepping a distant memory. Your healthy and delicious meal is on the table in 30 minutes or less. No experience in the kitchen required right now there are more options than ever just go to the sunbasket app and pick from 18 weekly recipes whatever your dietary needs are sunbasket is there for you there's vegan paleo gluten-free other meal options sunbasket works with the best farms and suppliers to bring you fresh crisp produce each order is created by award-winning chefs and approved by nutritionists see how easy it is to make mindful eating a priority and get healthy clean meals on your table with sunbasket there's something for every health journey and every busy lifestyle Go to sunbasket.com slash yoga today to learn more and to get $35 off of your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash yoga for $35 off. sunbasket.com slash yoga.
7: Natasha. Hi. Um, My inner critic is something I've been working on for the past year. I've been very aware that I have a lot of anxiety, and that comes from this inner critic that is always judging me and always telling me that I'm not good enough, not capable, not strong enough, not beautiful, just not enough. And it's exhausting. It's like living a double life. It's like trying to be present in every moment and always having this nagging voice that's pulling me away from the moment and forcing me to be less than I am because it's not only telling me that, but it's also so distracting. So I can't learn to my best. I can't teach to my best as a teacher when I'm feeling that way. But what I've learned is that when I breathe and when I'm aware of that inner critic and I'm able to silence it and replace it with my inner best friend, I am so good at what I do I am so much happier I'm a better person I'm a better teacher I'm a better friend I'm so much more present I'm so much more myself and I'm able to love myself if I could just live every moment that way I would be so much happier and healthier and better and if you would speak to yourself in that loving voice right now I would say, you are enough, just as you are. And you can make everyone else feel that way too. now
8: I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Anna. Hi. What does your
20: inner critic say? My inner critic had fun today because <laughs> it was the first time I stood up in front of 50 plus women and taught a little section of yoga. And and then you're there and you're teaching and you're in it and you're happy and there's no critic there. And then after, after you've done all of these amazing things and you know climbed your mountain of talking in front of people or anxiety or body language it says, oh, that wasn't good at all. And I just had to step back and I thought, what? Yeah, it was. That was awesome. Because I did all of those things with ease and I didn't run out of breath and nobody dropped to the floor dead. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. And so I think my inner critic automatically said, well, that was just not enough.
0: But is that a voice that you hear often, also in regular life?
20: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what does it say? Um, it says, you should be afraid. You should... Don't dream that big. That couldn't happen. Or, you know, don't put that intention out, because chances are it's not going to come to be that's what the critic tries to say and I'm always amazed because every single time it's just backed up and the universe stops it and puts island yoga in my lap or puts a beautiful lover in my life or puts just a community of caring people and stops it
0: and if you would speak to yourself from that inner best friend, that totally unconditionally loving voice. What does it
20: say? It says, I'm so proud of you. For being here and making it here. And it says, um, every single thing you have ever done good or bad, bad decisions, everything you beat yourself up for, you don't have to think about it anymore because it all got you here to be a strong, empathetic, powerful woman that can change her world and everyone else's. It's really magical. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your heart.
0: Thank you. Hmm. Hi, Sarah.
18: Hi. (laughs) What
0: does your inner critic say?
18: Hmm. Similar to Anna today, um, after teaching, the same thing, that taking the compliments from my fellow amazing sisters here, that Oh, they're 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 not real. It's don't don't listen to that. You know, you didn't actually do okay. Like remember that time when you like messed up? Um, and then in life, I guess it comes up in comparison to others, uh, especially other people my age. Um, I'm not as skinny as them. I'm not as pretty as them. Things like that um, come up um, the self-doubt that maybe the path I'm taking isn't right. You should go the safe path, not step out, go to Aruba on a week's notice <laughs> 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 I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> um, but then that. That other voice in there, the best friend, says, go fucking do it. Like, listen to that and trust that everything will happen as it should. And, I mean, I've got to connect with these amazing women sitting with me right now and just everyone else. And that best friend is the voice saying, you got this you're strong, you can do it. Don't think about what other people think of you. If you have your strength in yourself, then you can go and do whatever the heck you want.
0: Amen to that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Hi, Andy. Hi. Mm. Mm. I love you. <laughs> what does I your inner you. critic say?
16: My inner critic has a really loud voice. Um, it's probably in my head, like, with almost every thought that I have. And it's just how I'm always not enough. Um Like, I look in the mirror, and all I do is pick apart every single part. And not even, like, consciously. It's just how I look at myself. Every body part, there's flaws, and I can find them. And it changes on day to day. And then I look at other people, and I can see how beautiful they are. And then it just, my inner critic steps in and says, those are all even more reasons why you're not good enough. And... It tells me that I'm not strong enough to handle emotions and when things happen in life that it'll break me and that I have to be insanely afraid of what people think because if they see the true me, then they may judge it and they may not accept it. So yeah, I live (laughs) as the inner critic.
0: And how about this other voice, this very different voice, this voice of unconditional support, a loving voice, the inner best friend? Is it sometimes there?
16: Yeah, more and more. And it's crazy because like today when we were teaching and stuff, I was nervous, but not super nervous because I've been trying to work through it. And then I saw the way that all fifty <laughs> two of those people looked at me, and it was with so much love, and there wasn't any judgment. And so I was able to just like be myself and not worry about it and just like shine, you know, <laughs> and, and not worry what people were thinking. And then everybody picked up on that and saw it. And that like I can take that anywhere I go in the world, even if people are judging me still okay to shine (laughs) if they don't like it it's okay too so yeah it was really empowering
0: (laughs) and that was everybody's feedback you know that you were shining just shining
16: I don't want people to think I'm too
0: much Mm, and then there's that the critic comes back if I'm shining wait 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 you can shine but not too much right a little bit let's not get ahead of ourselves (laughs) but can you imagine for a moment what life would be if if you lived from that place, from that place of shining?
16: Yeah, I would look in the mirror, and I would just look into my eyes the way that I look into your eyes, and I would see, like, that being that, like, when I came on this planet, I just, like, all of us, we just wanted to be loved and and safe and accepted, and every single person has that within them. And if I see... I see it in myself, then I can see others that way and I can move through life that way. And, and I won't be afraid all the time. <laughs> and I won't spend any time thinking about what people think about me. <laughs> and I'll just be really grateful to have this body and the amazing people around me. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Lindsay.
21: Hi, Rachel.
0: How about your inner critic? What does it say?
21: Uh, My inner critic loves to play the comparison. I'm not good enough. I'm not blank enough, whatever the situation may be. It loves to tell me that I have to stay in this little box to be safe, this little box that I think people want me to be, and when I don't even really know what people want me to be, I just want to be me. Um, my inner critic likes to pull me back a lot like I'll like reach out to who I am or whatever I want to do my inner critic just loves to kind of push me back in push me back into that little box of like no you're safe here like why go out there you just stay right here and that's not where I want to be So,
0: how about your inner best friend?
21: My my inner best friend is the best friend. (laughs) 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 It reminds me on a daily basis of the badass that I am, the family and people I have around me supporting me with so much love and not everybody has that. It's just so much to be grateful for and my inner best friend Will always take care of me, and always remind me that I'm not just this tiny little blip. You know, I'm the sun and the moon and the stars. <laughs> like I'm, I'm everything and nothing all at once, <laughs> and that I'm not alone. Most importantly, like I've learned so much in this training, and above all, I've learned that I'm not alone. So that's, that's gonna be a new. <laughs> It's a big one.
0: Mm. Yeah. To know, to know that we're not alone. Yeah. It's magical. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Nick. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, what does your inner critic say?
22: Well, I'm very, very grateful uh, for the place I am now at in life because a year ago I was in a personal hell with my inner critic and how much she got in my way. Um, I don't, my inner critic isn't so much, you're dumb, you're ugly, you're incapable, but it's, you know, you're not worthy of your dreams. You're not gonna fulfill the things that you wanna make happen. Uh, The quote, I don't know what it what it is specifically. It goes something like you're not actually afraid of failing. You're afraid of succeeding and what that might look like for you. And that resonates with me because <laughs> you know that's I guess that's where the the best friend in me comes in because I know I'm so capable and I know I have a heart of gold, and I know I can make change, but I get in my own way and I, I I, just I know I deserve for my inner best friend to be louder than the critic and it's like my inner best friend is really good at taking me from a low place and, and bringing me back to center at grounding but why isn't she so good at celebrating herself and praising herself and applauding herself for what she's good at. My best friend is is great at self-soothing and calming herself and, you know, transforming her sadness into something better, but she's she's not she's not okay with letting herself shine and celebrating that. So a lot of growth has happened in the last year, but I guess I'm just so excited to keep to keep going and and to learn how to love both sides because the critic has has shaped me too she she got me where i am today living with that sadness for a long time um it it brought me here it brought me where i am today and i'm so thankful
0: thankful for both sides what if right now that inner best friend what if she was not just an inner best friend but an inner best friend cheerleader
22: I think that's what I need, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what what I
0: need. If you could speak to yourself in that cheerleading voice, what does that voice say?
22: (laughs) (sighs) You're a badass. You've made it through every hard thing that life threw at you. And that's not casual. That's, That's something to be so proud of. This training itself something beyond my wildest dreams, something I thought I didn't deserve. Tell my my inner best friend, cheerleader, just go Nick, go Nick. (laughs) Keep going, don't stop. It's not gonna stop here. Go Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, guys. Thank you all. All, all. Thank you. You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. There is so much love in my heart um, right now. I, I uh, didn't know what to expect um, at all, of course, not um (laughs) deciding to do to do this recording today and um i haven't even made it through i've made it through about half of the group um so this is going to be two podcasts you guys this is two podcasts every single every single woman every single person just holding the space and sharing in this vulnerable way um what that inner critical voice says and how we have everything in common. All of us have everything in common. So knowing that we're not alone, to me that's the, the biggest piece of all of this, knowing that I am not alone. That inner critical voice when it comes up and sometimes it's so loud, I don't know. It takes over my whole life. I can't, I can't, can't do any good. When that, when that voice steers the ship so knowing that I'm not alone is, 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 is a big one. And then beginning to recognize that voice for what it is and knowing that there is another voice present inside of me that I can turn it and that I can bring out my inner best friend to be my inner cheerleader, <laughs> um, to be my inner cheerleader. And knowing that when I speak to myself in that loving way, my whole world changes. Everything changes. The way I speak to other people changes. My level of compassion for people around me changes. And all of a sudden I feel I feel a part of the whole instead of feeling separated. So I'm going to close this podcast. Um, first of all, sharing that there will be a part two. I'm not sure how that's going to work, if, it's, if we're going to release it right away or if it will be next week. Um but there will be a part two for sure, for sure, coming um, right away. (sighs) And also that um, after finishing this recording and just sitting down here by myself to close, um, my inner critic got really loud uh, and started saying, oh my God, you know, whoa, (sighs) this is crazy. (laughs) This is is crazy. What if, what if, what if, what if every first of all my inner critic critics said what if i record all this and hold all of these vulnerable moments and then i did something wrong with the podcast recording and it didn't record that was the first thing and then my inner critic said oh my god what if what if what if no one wants to listen to this what if everyone thinks it's stupid that i um, what if i've had a stupid idea and then everyone started speaking and the moment i felt my heart open with every girl sharing um immediately like my heart opened so wide with so much compassion and vulnerability immediately that inner best friend came and said, Oh, there's magic in this. There's magic in sharing our stories and creating the safe space. There's magic in vulnerability. There's magic. there's magic. There's magic. There's magic in this. And I'm just so grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, thank you to everyone who's shared so far. And um <laughs> We won't only see you next week, but um, I'm thinking we're going to see you right away. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and thank you to every beautiful human being who shared their story on their inner critic and their inner best friend with open hearts on the podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. You can find all of them on rachelbraithen.com, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play or anywhere you normally get your podcasts. Don't forget to leave a review while you are there. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work. And of course, thanks to my sponsors, TransferWise, Third Love, Oatly, and Sunbasket. Please support them the way they support this podcast. I'll see you next week.